So this is a very special episode. This is me talking about racism in Australia, like as in on radio in Australia. I don't know if you remember one of my co-hosts named Ryan. Uh, he left me. Ugh. He had to go back to Australia to be with the love of his life. So I totally understand. But anyway, he has friends that are on radio in Australia and they asked, hey, do you know any uh, black people in America that would love to talk to us about racism? Well, of course he thought of me. So this is me in Cairns, Australia, talking about racism in America. Anyone that is scrolling through social media today will notice a difference in their feed, and that is a, a lack of colour because people have been posting the hashtag Blackout Tuesday, and that is in solidarity of basically people wanting to speak out about racism. Mm. Now, this is a movement that has started in America and it's starting to spread to even here in Australia. Mm. I have seen already that there is a peaceful protest that is planned for uh, Cairns on Sunday. But we wanted to chat to Rika. She is a radio host based in Washington State uh, and she is also a part of the African-American community. She joins us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How is Australia? For me, it's afternoon, so it's so weird to say good morning. <laughs> well, good afternoon to you. It's looking beautiful over here in far north Queensland. Yeah. But I really wanted to talk to you about how are you feeling at this point in time? Because obviously, you know, there's a lot going on over in America. This is not the first time America's been through something like this. I mean, being a part of the African-American community, how do you feel seeing all of this stuff happen? Is this a good thing? Yeah, you know, that's such a loaded question there's the emotions are definitely up and down and and i heard you um holly earlier mentioning the the blackout on uh social media and so i decided to take the day off um today and tomorrow to just kind of fast and pray and get my emotions together and it is something that has gone on in america before because we've never healed mm. from slavery so that is like something in America where they're like, yeah, slavery happened, but anyway, it's over, so let's move on. And then we're supposed to be kumbayaing and walking mm. into the sunset together, but we've never even healed from that. That wrong has never been righted. And so this is going to continue. This cycle is going to continue to happen um, if these things keep happening. So, um, so that's where we are right now. And it is a good thing. The difference I see with this movement is obviously there's social media, right? So now you guys in Australia, we're connected now. You see what's going on because we're posting about it. You can join in. I love that you guys have a protest. And I will say a lot more of my white friends and my Mexican friends and whatever race and nationality, I've been getting text messages and Instagram uh, messages and Facebook and stuff and just saying, hey, I stand with you. What can I do to help? What what can I do to do better? Um, I've, I've never seen that happen before. Mm -hmm. And my first protest and, and um, stuff like that was years ago with Trayvon Martin, unfortunately, and it wasn't like that then. But with this one, it was different. Um, and I don't really know why. Maybe because we're all at home because of the whole pandemic and so more people saw it, maybe. But there is a difference. And so I hope that change will really begin to turn the will of that. You're right. There is a change in this movement that you said because I feel like before it felt like it was an African-American movement before when you said in the past, but now it's like, no, this is a people movement. We need to get through this together. So what advice would you give to people from the white community that say, hey, we want to stand with you. What, what do you need from us? 
Yeah. The number one thing I always tell my friends is I'm not going to, I don't want to be your only black friend. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the only black person you stand up for. So when you're with your family members, um, talk to them when they say something that's disrespectful to this girl that you know named Rika, who has a whole black family where there are other black lives out here that matter. Um, and so I don't want to be the only person you stand up for because if something happened to me, yeah, my friends would come to my aid and blah, blah, blah. But what about the other black people? What about the other minority groups? And so when you're around your family and they are speaking disrespectfully mm. to minority communities, to black communities, say something. That's not right. That you shouldn't say that, Uncle Tommy or whatever you want, whoever he is, you know, like you definitely have to be an advocate and an ally for us when we're not there as well, Mm. because we know, especially in America, that people's parents and grandparents, I'm a millennial, I'm 36, um, and so I know that my friend's parents and grandparents told them things that were not right about minorities and black people. And so I often wonder, I wonder what they believe about my race that isn't true because of that family lineage. And that's what people don't want to understand is you come from ancestors who enslaved my ancestors. And now we're at a crossroads. Mm. So that, that's my number one thing is you've got to talk to the family and, and be educated. Know what you're talking about. Read books. Mm. Me and my white supremacy, I was really happy to see that that book is sold out everywhere right now. So that means people are actually buying books. White Fragility, people are, that's also sold out on Amazon right now. People are buying books. That's why, again, there's like a, it's so weird. It's like a difference. It's a happy weird though. Like, okay, maybe, maybe something will happen. And I'm excited to see what happens in November when, you know, we have our presidential election again and Trump got to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting you're saying that, um, you know, yeah. that people are buying those books. And it is a good thing to have knowledge in these instances because sometimes what you're saying before, mm-hmm. Uncle Tommy might say something that, you know, is offensive, but he doesn't know it's mm-hmm. offensive. So the more information we do have on, mm-hmm. you know, black history and a lot of racial history, the more we're going to be aware. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm wondering what you think about this movement. Do you think there is a change in sight to see white police officers stop using such intense force with black Americans? Do you think there's going to be a change here? I can't understand why it's still happening here in 2020. Right. Well, you're seeing some of it. So there are news outlets that I follow. Again, not today because I went blackout. You know, I'm not watching the news or whatever. That You do see some uh, police officers and sheriffs standing up for Black Lives Matter and say, I saw one uh, cop Actually, I think he was the sheriff, and he stood in the crowd, and he said, I'm here. He took off all his gear, and he put his arms out, you know, and he basically, you know, hands up, don't shoot. And he was like, I'm here. I I, want to know what I can do to help. What do you want me to do right now? And they were chanting, walk with us, walk with us. And he did, um, because that's because his heart is good. So the officers that are screaming, all cops aren't bad, because in reality, they're not. Those cops need to do more of that and get the bad cops out. Make it an environment in the police stations or wherever where it is not okay to be that way. You cannot be right. This is no longer a racist community because people don't know the history of cops in America. They were slave um, rounder up or people, <laughs> you know, like mm. they would catch the runaway slaves and take them back to their masters. That is why cops exist in America. And then, you know, it changed and morphed into what we have now. But those same ideals were just passed down from generation to generation. You know, people think that, OK, well, the civil rights movement obviously has ancestors. And so I'm, I'm part of that. And we were, uh, 
you know, to see everybody as equal and, you know, stand up for ourselves. But people have to remember that KKKs and the racist people and the slave owners also have ancestors. So again, I'll say, so here we are now at a crossroads. And so now what are we going to do about it? And we just need the good cops, the good people to keep standing up and say, this is not right. Because I do believe that there are more good people in America, in the world, than there are bad people. But it's when the good people stay silent that we will never get changed. The good people that are on that side. So again, the good white people, the good cops, if they are not with us, then it's like we're never going to change because there are more of you than us. Well, you'll be pleased to know, Rika, that that is a message that has started in America that is now being heard right around the world. Unfortunately, we do share with you that police brutality that we do experience in our country based on someone's skin colour. So this message is going right yeah. around the world, which, you know, needs to be heard and is making me feel hopeful and hopefully you and your community as well. So what started as something, a movement in America is now, you know being hurt right around the world and we really hope for change and we really thank you so much for coming on our show this morning and and sharing your message with us no problem and i love that you know racism is everywhere unfortunately it's just a world construct that you know somehow it just got picked up and people kept moving with it and i love that you guys are picking up on it and that you stand with us i feel it all the way over here in washington state i love it so thank you for inviting me on the show no worries thank you so much